Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Kevin, and here with me is Andy. Hey, now. And Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Am I like on a delay or what? <laughs> no, I was expecting you to do my thing voice. And oh, then it took okay. you so damn long to start speaking, I thought maybe something happened. Well, that's how, that's how we used to do it when I edited back in the day. I used to put us coming in when the guitar solo part went, mm. but now everything's got to be sped up nowadays for you young kids. That's I can't wait is. two seconds. Yep. I was watching some music video. <laughs> I don't care about the show. I was watching some music video the other day that I forget that my daughter had it on in the background. Yeah. And I was, I was, I was literally counting the seconds between cuts. Cause they say like, Everything now is like three seconds. Yeah. It was barely a, a second, second and a half. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's before. fast. It was just like cut, cut, cut. cut, cut. cut. Yeah. I was like, you don't oh even my know God, what the hell's man. going on. No. Induce a seizure no. and you just lay on the ground drooling, trying to watch a video. Right. I know. Right. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, we were we were watching some uh, some videos at work, and I brought up uh, Johnny Five or John Five. He plays guitar and he played for Rob Zombie, and he plays Telecaster which is an old school guitar and he's got a couple of different versions. One is clear Lexan with, with which has like green liquid in inside. And when you tip it up and down, it's like a lava lamp and it kind of like oozes back mm-hmm. and forth through the guitar. It's really cool. But he's got another one that has all white LEDs in it facing out like the entire guitar. So while he's playing, you know, the white LEDs are going on and off and kind of strobe effect and everything. And, and um, the, one of the young kids that I work with was like, Oh boy, wouldn't wouldn't that cause seizures to people in the audience? I'm like, yeah, well, that's the whole point. <laughs> like, oh geez. So anyway, wow, we this, went really off the rails. <laughs> this <laughs> episode is 317, going the distance, and uh, yeah, we'll see what we're talking about later on the show. <laughs> All right, I'm playing Steven. I'm doing a terrible job. You're doing an excellent job. So, so how was your week, Kevin? What have you been up to? My week was actually great. It was good week down here in sunny South Florida, treasure coast. Mm. And we had some really good weather. Um, I'm come to find out through like everybody I work with and people I talk to, you know, because I'm just out on the streets talking to people Yeah, that, um, March is one of the better months down here in Florida. That makes sense. You know, humidity's low and Mm. yeah, the temperature's low and. So it was it was a great week. I went out and this had nothing to do with RC, but I'm docking documenting it All for right. myself. Let's hear it. Uh I went out jogging uh during the week. I think it was Thursday morning, and uh I usually stop halfway. Like I usually go a mile to the hospital and I turn around and I come back. And I usually stop halfway. I jog from my house to the area where I, there's like free exercise equipment in this little park area, and I'll stop there and I'll do like a set or two on the machines and then I'll jog the rest of the way. But Thursday I was like the hell with it. I'm, I feel good. I'm going to keep going. And I jogged almost to the hospital. Like I almost completely jogged the mile and I was pretty impressed with myself, nice. you know, without stopping. 
That's pretty yeah, handy so I, that you jog to a hospital. And that way, if you pass out, you can just roll inside and they take care right, of Right. Right. Yeah. And just walk to the emergency part of the hospital. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And I'd be like, I have no insurance. I'm illegal. I don't have, because I don't have my wallet on me when I go jogging. So mm-hmm. I'll be like, I need free government health care insurance. You know, take care of me now. So I didn't make it to Discord Friday night because Friday night I had a, actually had an air handler issue here in the house. And it seems like, okay, two Fridays ago, the oil burner was having issues up north. And then another Friday after that, it was still having issues. And then this Friday, I have problems with the air conditioning here. I don't know what it is about Friday nights, but it seems like. You know what they say about having two houses, right? Mm, you got double the problems. Oh, I was going to say, I'm not familiar with any two home like logic. I just made that up, but it fits. <laughs> two houses double the problems. Yeah. Yeah. Um so uh we didn't have any air conditioning Friday night and I didn't know what it was because the, the blower wouldn't turn on, but the, the unit outside was turning on because the the mm-hmm. little triangle thing that's inside, uh you know, the compressor and all was running outside and it was getting stone cold to where it was icing over. But the blower motor wouldn't come on. Right. And I took it apart and I'm checking voltages and I'm checking like safety switches and everything seemed to be fine. Capacitor. And I, and the, and the, uh, yeah, uh, I know there's a capacitor on the blower motor that I couldn't find, uh, on this unit. But, um, so I took the thermostat. I just left it shut off for the night. I didn't understand why it wasn't working. And the next day I got up and I went to Lowe's and I bought a thermostat, but I said, you know what, for the hell of it, let me check the thermostat cap read, kept reading 79 and I have a little scanner and I'm walking around scanning. I'm like, it's like, it's like, um, it had, it had dropped down cause we had like a cold front that came through. So I'm like, it's not 79 degrees. It's, it's cooler than that in the house. And I took it outside. I took it over. My sister it never changed. So I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on here. So it, I come to find out that there's an offset on a therm on these electronic thermostats which kind of makes sense that if your room is you know hotter or cooler than you know where the air is pumping out and if the thermostat's running underneath it you can you can adjust that uh to where it's it's more comfortable in your room well somebody had changed that remember last week i was talking about the idiot roommate Mm -hmm. i think he was the one that changed it because my my Daughter wasn't here. My sister doesn't live in this house. Mm-hmm. And I asked John if he messed with it, and he said no. And I didn't mess with it. So once I zeroed that out, everything started working fine. It rang fine all oh, day. Nice. It's been so fine ever since. wasn't a problem. It was just uh, somebody monkeyed with it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, man. Like, we had a call into our friend, one of, one of our friends that does AC. And, you know, he, he told me to check a few things. But yeah. he was going to come out. And you have to I was get like, one of those lock boxes to go around it. Like they put right. commercial building so idiots don't mess with the I'm thermostat. Just, I'm gonna get one of those giant rat traps and like put it <laughs> over the top of it. You know, <laughs> set it over the top of it. Uh-huh. Or I'm gonna put glue stick, you know, put you're gonna put glue underneath it. Kevin's gonna have an anvil <laughs> hanging from a rope or a pulley above it, and when you touch the yeah. thermostat, it drops an anvil on your head. Right. Wiley coyote style. That'll work. Yep. Or uh, just put the thermostat in the middle of a bear trap on the wall. No, I just cut a hole in the floor. It's on the second floor. <laughs> I'll put a rug over the hole. Perfect. 
<laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. So is right. Uh so yeah, we uh I didn't get a chance to make a Discord and um Saturday I was just doing stuff around the house. But I went flying on Sunday and it was a bit breezy out, but man, I got a bunch of flights in. It was only me at first at the field. Yeah. I gotta love these Florida plankers, man. They do not show up if there's a little bit of wind and it was it was breezy. Yeah. It was blowing pretty good. Like it probably wouldn't have been fun with planes, but I've flown in that shit before and mm-hmm. the helicopter didn't seem to mind too much. Um, and Steve Shaw showed up and I was doing some, uh, what was I working on? I was working on a few different things. I was working on taking off nose, right? Going pushing out inverted, like, or flipping it inverted, like disc in at you and like just pushing out now and going kind of like almost a inverted hurricane, but just coming around yeah. a little bit. I was going way out. Like I haven't done that maneuver before I've, I've driven around inverted, but I haven't like put those two together. Mm-hmm. So, so that was pretty cool. Nice. I was, you know, I've seen, I've seen Chris Ryber do something similar on takeoff where, you know, and then he kind of flips it around and I was doing some more crazy flippy shit and just having a lot of fun doing the four point TikToks, doing TikToks where I'm just pushing it in different directions. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, yeah, just I, I got a bunch of flights in. I started off flying a 690. I usually don't. I usually fly to Oxy 5 first and, you know, um, put that 690 up. And uh, I got a couple flights on that. And then I'm like, something prompted me to check the um, the belt. And I was like, shit, this belt's loose as shit. And I was like, I'm not even going to tighten it. The last, last flight, I just flew it. It was still loose, but it was still flying all right. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I did change some settings though, because like my Oxy five and the six ninety have always been off. Like they do not fly the same at all. And I get used to the Oxy five and that's why I like flying that so much is because, you know, I'm so used to it. And then I fly six ninety, and it's just a little off and I'm like, Oh man, you know, I'm, I'm either playing catch up where it's too slow, too fast. Um, like they insert move flip and roll maneuvers different speeds or like what's off about them the yeah the flip and roll well we have um two settings in the in the the v control Mm -hmm. style and agility or agility and style Mm -hmm. and my agility on one was uh my agility on the oxy five was 100 i think my style was 90 something like that my agility was way up there but then on the 690, it was at like 60 and it was definitely oh, wow. a different, different feel like, yeah. And, and once I changed, I changed that this weekend. And once I did, I was like, oh man, I, it just made me feel more comfortable. So now they're I'm closer. so used to that. Yeah. Cause the 690 I'm, would naturally move slower. Even if the agility was set the same, it would probably be a tad bit slower. So you, and that, yeah, so it was way different than if it, it was, it was way slower. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so you yeah, sped so you, up the 690. Yeah, so you're exactly right. Like even though I made them exactly the same number, the 690 was obviously slower. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could bump it on up a little bit more, or you could slow down the Oxy Five just a tad. It seemed like similar. When I was doing TikToks with the 690, I had to work at the cyclic more with the other setting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, I, I bet. Yeah. And I always thought, oh, you know, maybe it's a head speed thing. I should turn throw, the head speed up. Throwing and, those sticks all the way in the corners to make it do anything. 
Yeah. Yeah, it just was, yeah, it was like that. And, and, but like you said, you know, once I made the numbers exact, it still was a little bit slower, but I just, that whole feeling of flying felt more comfortable yeah, to me good. now that, uh, they're more together. And it's funny because I had bank one and bank two, the exact same numbers. And I guess I'd never changed bank three, which is where I normally fly in. That's like 1950 head speed, you know, and I joke around with bank one and my bank two is 1400, which I do like to fly in that sometimes mm-hmm. to see if I can do some of the harder maneuvers in, you know, after I practice them for a while. Right. But yeah, man, it was good flying. We had a good time. Steve and I had some fun. He flew the Black Thunder that he has, the, the yellow one. And uh, I even saw him fly the Urcha 2019 Kraken, man, well, that he won. The uh, the Miami event is next weekend, right? Yep. And Steve said he was going to have a whole bunch of helis ready for that, gasser and all kinds of stuff. So I guess he brought all those out to test fly him this weekend or last weekend. Is that correct? Um, No. Oh man! I think he I think he took the week off to what put, the hell, man? Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think he took the week off to actually put the um put new main grips on the fireball and put a tail boom <laughs> on the fireball. Take, Pretty sure takes a week to do that. Yeah, I thought you were going to say you left for Miami. It takes him that long to get there. <laughs> uh, I don't know what year. Uh, he was talking about, but I, yeah, I definitely didn't see anything. Oh, new. maybe he was talking about Miami 2023. I know I got confused. That could have been my bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, week was good, man. Um, I, I did some stuff to the crawler that I wanted to do. I had some 3d printed parts for, to put lights in it. And I started doing that and that came out really good. And, uh, yeah, we can move on to somebody else. Yeah. Ian, what, what about you? Um, all I did pretty much all week was just work like freaking crazy. Um, I was on discord, but, um, instead of like, um, you know, I, I, I've always worked here and there while on discord, but never at my nursing job. But, um, I was able to actually get on discord while at the nursing job, but I ended up pulling like three double shifts all in a row Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And I was on discord. Uh, there was quite a few, quite a few guys that actually showed up on uh discord. And, you know, I had a really good time despite me being at work, but you know, I, you know, there was nothing really to do. I, mean, I already had everybody that was, you know, needed help to go to bed. So all it was is just answering call lights and stuff like that. And, you know, making sure nobody's, you know, you know, falling on the floor or whatever. So, um, yeah, I was on discord, hung out for quite a, you know, quite a while. Um, were you on discord? Say, <laughs> say discord one oh, more time. Shit. Discord. Um, but no, I was on uh, online until probably about, you know, I thought it was 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Um, and I actually got, a couple days off. So, um, I was actually off today, so I was able to get a few things done around the house that I needed. Nice. Um, uh, and, um, decided to go ahead and go, uh, shopping for a second vehicle because the Jeep, um, it actually started making some noises going into work Wednesday. Um, oh, geez, dude. Oh, I know. And I think it's a cross between, 
the wheel bearing and the the diff mounts. I think there's something going on there. Whatever it is, sounds expensive. So it's like, okay, for real, the gas prices are killing me. The parts are killing me. It's time to get go ahead and get a, like a second vehicle. It's going to be a little cheaper on gas. So it's like I uh, went looking at some vehicles today, and uh, um, I I took a look at quite a few of them. I mean, the, you know, I even looked at like a Ford Focus. You know, something that's going to be cheap and easy on gas. And you know, the Focuses. I mean, they had a few things wrong with them. Looked at like a Chevy Sonic, which that one was it was pretty decent. I mean, it was pretty decent in gas. But when I went to uh, the the local O'Reilly's, like three miles down the road, pulled up in the parking lot, you know, just go ahead and be on the safe side, you know, have the computer run. And I'm seeing a little bit of smoke coming from underneath the hood. And it's like, what the hell? And it's like a 2013. I mean, everything was, it was clean on the outside and the inside. Well, apparently not underneath the hood because there's a little bit of oil dripping from somewhere onto the turbo that's underneath the hood. So Wait it's like you this is on your test drive? Yeah, this was on the test drive. Oh shit. I was like that's not good. And nothing was popping up on the computer yet other than you know it needed an oil change. I was like, "Well, I wonder why. It's it's dripping on the turbo." So I drove that shit right back. And uh, I ended up uh looking at a Honda Civic. So I think that one might be the winner. I even it was actually uh kind of a a draw between the Sonic and the, the Honda Civic. And I called up Mike D and, you know, I asked him, I kind of told him what I knew about the Sonic, what I observed and told him what I observed of the, of the Civic and everything. He's like, really, he's like, there's no such thing as a bad Honda. So he's like, he's like, if that, uh, if the Sonic's a little, you know, 1.4 turbo, he's like, don't dick with the turbo. He's like, it's a, it's another recipe for failure. So it's like, okay, I never Done. even heard of a Sonic. What is that? Like a It's like a it's like a little tiny four-door car. You can get them in a hatch, you can get them in four okay. doors. Um So it's it's like a little bullshit car. It gets like 40 miles to the gallon, mm-hmm. which I mean, Yeah, that's what I know mean. somebody that's got one and she hasn't had a problem, but she's also got the other engine package. It wasn't the 1.4 turbo, which is like the um it's the Chevy's version of the EcoBoost. So it's yeah, it looks like the Corolla or Camry, probably yeah. Corolla. Yeah. All right. But yeah, um, Mike D told me to steer clear of that, and he said go with the Honda. So that's what I essentially did, and it wasn't quite ready to go on the lot, but they still let me uh, test drive it anyway. They actually had just gotten it back from the body shop because it had a, it needed a fender and the hood replaced, and. uh so they were in the midst of buttoning everything back up that they had taken off there or had to order new that was just bolt on. So yeah, so I'm they going can't back. sell that to you new then. No, they can't. If it's been through that shit. Right. And uh, yeah, so they're just trying to get everything buttoned up and they still have to do their inspection and everything like that before they could put it out on the lot. So it's like tomorrow I'm actually going over there to uh, start paperwork on that. So. Oh, nice, right, dude. Cool. Yeah. Well, I hope you're getting a reasonable price, even though now it's unreasonable <sighs> times with used cars or any car. Yeah, used matter. cars are through the roof because it's like this one's like seven grand. I mean, but all that the Honda sound too bad, though, dude. No, it's really not. And it's like, uh, you know, with 
you know, prices today, it's like the Honda's kind of been really holding their value here lately, especially when you go to pick one up from the lot. They're usually like the higher ones as far as the budget range. You know, your budget friendly cars, uh, they're yeah. they're usually at the top of the list. So um other than that, that's all I've been up to. Um that and I'm feeling better from last week, guys. So yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. what happened last week? You weren't able to make the show. Are you sick? Uh I was sick, dude. Uh, I had a nasty cold. It's like, you know, I've been on, you know, I've been on when I had COVID and, you know, or I wasn't feeling good from work, but like I was coughing, hacking, sneezing. And it's like, yeah, I'm not about to blow your all's eardrums. So it's like, I better call this one in. And I, I took some Claritin thinking it was like an allergy issue. No, it was just a downright cold messed me up. So. It's just like more and more I went throughout the day. It's just more and more I felt like shit. So it's like, yeah, I'll call it out. Well, dude, working like a thousand hours a week, I'm sure your yeah, pulling immune system isn't good for you. Yeah. Hell no. I mean, Friday I was feeling much better than I was, but like uh, Wednesday and Thursday I still went to work and oh, I was still, <laughs> it was miserable. But, you know, I've got a you know good bunch of coworkers that I work with. So, you know, we... Just knocked it all out and got out of there. Cool. All right, Andy. So what have you been up to? So what have I been up to? <clears throat> Almost nothing in the RC hobby. Um, Jeez, no. I thought I was taking up too much time. It wasn't almost nothing. It was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I have not worked on the Spectre. I did do a little bit of research on the Proto stretch thing, and I think that's what I'm going to do with that. The stretch gets like 50 some dollars, 56 or $7 for the boom and the belt and longer tail control rod and boom supports. So I am going to stretch that to an 800 at some point, but I got to finish all these other projects in the meantime. Uh, all these other projects. Yeah. Starting to sound like Steve Shaw. Yeah. Yeah, I have one. I've got one, a Steve Shaw special sitting on my desk. It's 80%, 90% finished. Just got to finish it up. Just got to put gas in it. And it's been that way for three weeks now, I guess. Oh, Steve would say, oh, that's nothing. <laughs> three weeks? <laughs> wait, nothing. W- yeah. wait three years. <laughs> yeah. No, I do got to get it finished up i just i've gotten the weather has turned and i've gotten super duper busy here on the farm Uh, for some reason i decided hey we should get a whole bunch more technology on a couple of (laughs) tractors and a a spreader and just a whole big bunch of shit and now i've got to get all that put in and rigged up and figured out in the next like couple weeks. So it's been incredibly annoying and stressful. I don't know why I do this to myself, but you know, are I you do. trying to keep up with your neighbor? No, does I don't have, have any neighbors. Does he have high tech stuff and no. you're trying to keep up? With? No. Okay. Not really. Can't explain it then. No, I just, I, I think it'd be cool. It'd be better. So I'm like, Hey, I wish you do that. And then takes a while to get the stuff and then you get the stuff and then it's like, Oh yeah, now I got to put it all together. 
just, ima- and Andy's, just imagine and- imagine a a box that's like four foot by four foot, two foot deep. Now take that box and fill it absolutely full of wiring harnesses and parts and CAN bus nodes and all that shit. And then try to figure out how to put it all together and wire it in a tractor and make it look nice. That's what I got Jeez, going on over dude. here. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a dumbass. Yeah, you know, I can't make anything easy. <laughs> Ian, I was gonna say that he's trying to put enough shit in these tractors to where they actually work themselves. He's like, That's part of day. it. That's part of it. I'm adding auto steer to an older tractor so I don't have to steer it. So that is part of it to make it easier. It'll be nice. better once it's done. It's just a pain in the ass to do it. I don't have a dealer that can just come and do it all for me. I have to do it all myself. Uh, you should wire it up to your jetty instead. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him reaching for the button. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> um, But last week, I traveled a very long distance. I went the distance, you might say. All right. I did my trip. I talked about it last show. I ended up driving 11 hours on Wednesday. I drove nine hours to one place. Was there for about 30, 45 minutes. Drove two more hours to a hotel. Did more business the next morning at a spot for 30, 40 minutes. And then drove four hours to another spot. And then five hours back home. So it's about 1,200 miles. In two days? In two days, yeah. Damn. So 11 hours and nine hours. Is that right? Yeah. Four and five and... Yeah. Nine hours and 11. So what is that? 20 wow. hours? Yeah. yeah. So that's... Uh, even though that wasn't RC related, that kind of leads into our main topic tonight. Going the distance. Right. What are we talking about, Kevin? So we're talking about mileage and traveling long distances to a flying event. Events, yeah. Events and, uh, you know, a couple of different things like driving versus flying. And, you know, we'll get into the topics. And yeah. I'm curious to hear, Andy, what you do is as far as preparing and bringing the camper mm-hmm. is... I don't think I've ever done anything like that. Um, well, let's just jump in. Let's start first thing: driving versus right. flying. What's the cutoff? Like, what's the what's the distance where you say I can't drive? I got to fly. Do you have a number? Um, I would prefer to drive any any fun fly I go to, only because mm-hmm. I would want to bring my stuff, and I think right. shipping is is difficult. Like, I don't even know how I would, uh, go out to the West coast if I wanted to, to, Mm -hmm. to go to a fun fly. I mean, I probably could get in contact with, you know, Satinder or or Darren, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the listeners on the, on the West coast that we know really well and we trust them and ship my stuff out too. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, or if if one of our friends are are going out there, but yeah, I, I've never, I've only flown out to Urcha the one time, and Rob took my stuff. Rob McClellan mm-hmm. was 
nice enough to take my stuff for me. And Steve, both Steve and I, he took both our stuff. So flying wasn't a, right. a big deal. How far is would that drive have been for you? Like nine hours? Yeah, probably. There. Yeah. Wonder what the drive is now for you to get to Urcha. Probably ninety. <laughs> no, <laughs> not riding 20. with Steve Shaw. Just driving 20? yourself. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to put that into maps. I bet it's. Let's see. I'll bet you it's You're like ten hours, hours from or me. And six, it's probably about sixteen, seventeen hours. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's something I don't think I'd do in a day. No, uh, I've done that. Like I've left jersey at midnight and gotten down to daytona beach at like 6 p.m but that's a seriously long day and i'm not that young anymore mm-hmm. do, you, do you have do a number ian for driving versus flying how far? um as far as spring fling i have considered flying but it's like early into you know like a couple months ago i was thinking maybe i should go ahead and get a plane ticket but and then i kind of realized what shipping prices are right now and you know, I think that was kind of a little out of my budget range, so that's why I kind of decided, yeah, I'm probably just going to drive again. Um, RCHO, um, really, going to Spring Fling or RCHO for me. Um, well, how far is that? You're that people don't know where you live. Just um, well, obviously, I I live in Kansas City, but uh, Spring Fling was about, I want to say, 1,100 miles, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, uh, going to uh, you know Raleigh, North Carolina, or or RCHO, uh, I'd say it's about another hundred miles. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously it's taking another set of roads. Um, that one I did fly to, and it actually wasn't bad. I was able to you know at that time ship my stuff over to Steve's house, uh, sent my batteries, sent my helis, you know, over to Steve's, and then he held on to it. And when it came time for me to go to Spring Fling, I just drove to Spring Fling, had my supporting equipment with me, and uh, met up with Steve and picked up my birds, started flying, having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, yeah, it's yeah. it depends on the time. I would rather drive almost anywhere. When you get over, I don't know, let's call it 15, 16 hours, then it makes more sense possibly to fly. And some people have a different time for that. Like Steve, I know he doesn't like to drive, so he would probably fly if it's anything over yeah, about he, six or seven hours. He yeah. really doesn't like to drive an hour, mm-hmm. is what he's told me. Mm-hmm. Just Not that he doesn't like it, he just loses focus and right. gets tired. Um, prepare. My dad was a truck driver, so... I can drive pretty long distance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you're right. I mean, if it's going to take me more than a day, like it, like, and I would, I would say like 12 hours, you know, mm-hmm. like of solid driving, then yeah. I would consider flying. 12 uh, is about my limit for a day. Like if it's over 12, I got to stop, spend the night somewhere, which yeah, turns that's in a, long day. a day drive into a day and a half, two day drive. So it, it really eats right. up your time. So that's what makes flying a better alternative. But it seems yeah. like it takes all day to fly somewhere. Even though yeah. if, the, if the flight's three hours, you got to get there two hours before and then you got to get through and all this bullshit. Pretty soon you've wasted six, seven, eight hours just to fly somewhere. It's like, well, damn, I could have, I could have drove it nine. So why don't I just drive? 
Yeah, true. <laughs> how I look at it sometimes. Now, as far as like driving, like you know, fifteen to like twenty hours, I would probably say anything past like twelve. Like you said, find a halfway point. I mean, Keith did that, and he said it was a better option, and that was something that me and Keith talked about the last time we did a trip like that, which was last year's spring fling. I mean. We had to end up taking it slow going out there because we ended up hitting rain. It was dark going through the mountains and there was like suicidal deer on the side of the road waiting to jump out. So it's like, you know, this next time I go to spring fling, I'm just, we're going to do like a halfway point, you know, just stop at a, you know, hotel or whatever, sleep for a few hours and then come back. So I'll get back on the road. I think you have to consider too, like, driving versus flying as far as like how how's my stuff going to get there and uh yeah you know if, is it going to take because you're right andy like flying does take almost a good part of the day so it's like should i just drive there yeah maybe like you said a couple more hours mm-hmm. and and it all i think it depends on too like your job situation and how much time you're allowed to right. take off and how much time you want to spend on traveling back and forth. Cause that could add up to three days, four days. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That once you get past a day of driving, which I would consider 12 hours or less, depending on who you are, then it, the flying looks a little more enticing. Yeah. And I haven't done anything overseas like to fly or anything. So I wouldn't know about that. I know yeah, um, it's hard to drive. Over yeah. the Atlantic, honestly. But <laughs> bunch of guys have done that that I know of. Drove across the Atlantic, really? Yeah. No, flew across oh, okay. with their stuff and Yeah, you can't drive across the Atlantic. Not, Not yet, yet anyway. Um, so what's the next well subject we, we kinda we got? skipped preparing. Do you guys what's your preparation before a trip? Say you're going up five to six to ten hour trip you do anything or you just get in the car and head out well i tell you the first flight fest that i went to was i'm pretty sure it was 2014 and i drove out to that and i had my wife and i had planned on going out there but then at the last minute she said no she didn't want to go and i had prepped my jeep to fit all my stupid planes in there and I had a little like luggage rack thing that plugged into, you know, the tow hitch. And, uh, so I had to strategically place stuff in that Jeep to try and get as much stuff right. in there as possible. And, uh, with the, that being said with the Jeep itself, you know, having the two door Jeep, I, I do a lot of that, like prepping, like just trying to get stuff. It's hard for me to just throw stuff in and go. Yeah. So, and, uh, I really did have to use that that platform piece that plugged into the tow hitch a lot. Like when I went to any of those type of events, I would was constantly using that. I would use that uh, on the weekends, sometimes going down to the field, depending on what I brought, especially with my larger generator. Sometimes I would put that inside. So but, uh, I guess when your wife decided she didn't want to go, you could take an extra couple airplanes with you, right? Yeah. Well, I just picked up my girlfriend on the way instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I think I moved the seat up and just, or just play stuff somewhere else. Yeah. But I have to, I have to prep a lot, like to basically go through and play, uh, Tetris with a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. But I've never towed anything. Um, 
I know that's the next part of the the question, really. Um, I always like you, Andy. I always have snacks or something with me. Try to have easy pass so I can get through the stuff that they're gonna send me a, a bill for in the mail, anyways. Later, um, but uh, yeah, so I I try to prep as much as I can. Yeah. What about um, you, Ian? You do for anything? me, uh, a lot of like my planning as far as the trip usually starts like a month or two ahead of time. But um, um, on top of you know getting things I need as far as like parts, you know, make sure all my birds are up and good. Um, a lot of times I'll uh, before the trip, um, I'll go ahead and get like you know services done to the you know to my vehicle, like oil change, you know, make sure everything's good, you know make sure there's no surprises. Um, another thing I do before I, tr- you know, as I'm booking the, tr- you know, planning the trip and everything, if I'm going to drive, I use a, um, a, um, trip calculator. Um, pretty much, you know, it kind of gives me a ballpark idea as far as, um, uh, you know, what my gas mileage is going to be for the trip. Um, I want to say, uh, spring fling last year, I want to say it was like around four or $500. What I, you know, what both me and Keith put in for gas and the app was like pretty well in the ballpark. That's um, interesting. The, the website's called uh fuel economy.gov and pretty much you log in your, uh, you know, your vehicle information, year, make model engine package, whatever. Um, uh, you, it, it'll ask you for your, uh, your, your start, you know, what, where you're taking off from, where you're going to. And then I always put in for, you know, another trip, which would be the re- return trip home. And I usually get, you know, a pretty, as pretty good estimate as far as uh, what it's going to take for, you know, fuel cost. So that's one thing I use as far as the trip, not to mention plan a good route. You know, if there's, um, if there's going to be any crazy construction, you would probably see it like a, a week in advance, you know, just kind of study over the, you know, where you're going to go if you haven't been there before. Um, I heard, and then, you, uh, I heard if you type what? your stuff in that website right now, it just spits out and it says too damn much. <laughs> it <Yeah>. will say that. <laughs> um, it's like, if I put the info for the Jeep right now, it's like 600 bucks or something absurd. And it's like, yeah, yeah nope. That's so that's how I usually determine back. if I should, that's how I determine if I should just go ahead and rent a car. I mean, you know, that's possibly one thing that i'm probably going to do honestly i'm not gonna i'm not bringing the jeep this year (laughs) um that's not a bad point though and that calculator like you said will tell you whether or not like if it's going to cost you a thousand dollars in gas you know you might as well and you could rent a car for three four hundred dollars for the week and and the gas mileage would be better on a car for half of that you know? Or hell, I mean, even a plane ticket could be cheaper. You know, it, yeah, I, sure. But it, it, but at the same time, you're still gonna be renting the car anyway. But it'll probably be a much shorter time frame. Yeah, and you might be able to save a couple hundred bucks. So I mean, those are some you know viable options. Uh, stuff I use, uh, and then uh, just making sure I've got the gear like couple. I'll go through like a couple nights before I take off, uh, make sure I've got helis, make sure I've got supporting equipment that I need, make sure I've got parts, um, stuff I'm going to need for the stay, you know, whatnot. Um, 
the time that I uh, went to RCHO, I mean, I had to do everything like way in advance because obviously I had to send my, my shit over to Steve's. So it's like I, I got the birds over there and I just made sure I had like, you know, charge leads in there as well for, you know, charging up my batteries and, you know, stuff like that and just sent everything over there. I mean, batteries, they, I tried shoving all my batteries in one box when I shipped everything over and yeah, they, they want only two batteries per box. So, but I like personally, I like driving that way. I've got everything there. Because it seems like with you know flying, you you've got extra you know luggage costs. You know if you got the golf case, you know it still counts as large luggage. So yeah, you can't just sit the seven hundred helicopter on your lap on the plane. <laughs> I wish. Just run up and down the aisle with it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. So what do we got next here? We uh we went over oh wait a minute. Did we talk to you, Andy, about what no, you do? No, you ignored yeah. me. Oh, I'm sorry, Andy. Ian went off on some tangent and skipped four notches ahead in our list, and then I forgot what we oh, were talking shit. about. Um yeah, prep. Check your oil, check your tire pressure, make sure everything's okay on your vehicle. Uh if you're towing a camper, that's a whole nother level of crap you gotta deal with. I have I've checked the air pressure and the tires on the camper. Make sure you got propane. If it's winterized like it was the other day, I had to dewinterize it, flush all the, the antifreeze out of the lines, fill the water tank, load the stuff in the camper, put food in there, anything you might want to have, make the bedding. It's a big so, pain uh, in the ass, to be honest with you. Let me ask you a question about that the flushing the antifreeze out the the antifreeze is in in where and everywhere every line yeah i i pump some through the the lines and then through each spigot like each faucet fixture some through the toilet the shower just to keep it from freezing when it gets down in cold temps through the winter and I you like can't f- like flush all that out before i'm going to use it okay and then when i come back from chill out i had to re- I winterize it again but I get now. Cold. So, can you just open up all the valves and leave yeah. it open, mm-hmm. and that would be winterizing it, or no? Well, no, because that's not going to get all the all the uh, water out of the lines. Okay, inside and outside, I will actually hook a airline to mine and blow the water out, which will get ninety five percent of it out. But then okay. I still like it takes one gallon of RV antifreeze. Once I blow it out with the airline, just to flush any okay. last little remnants of water that's sitting in a low spot or something, and it's not okay. it's not a big deal or hard to do. It's just something you have to do. But I like to flush a bunch of water through it before I'm going to use it to just get rid of all that. It's propylene glycol, so it's non toxic. It's safe. It's not going to hurt you. But it's okay. I like to get rid of it. I flush it out into the gray tank and then just dump the gray tank out on the ground before I even leave. Okay. That's the way I do it. We brought an RV. Well, we rented an RV a couple times to drive out to Flight Fest. And uh, I was surprised that, I guess I was a little surprised that like the, the limited 
time you have with the fresh water. Like, I mean, I know it's not endless, but I was surprised that it wasn't like a family of, uh, or two people couldn't use it for like three or three days or four days. Like it was just, oh, uh, really? maybe it was somebody taking a shower long too long showers, or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Tima and I can, can make it about four or five days on 40 gallons of water, but we're pretty conservative oh, wow. with it. We nice. had to fill up at Urcha, but we were there from Monday till Monday and we only had to fit, refill the tank once. So wasn't too bad. Okay. We can easily do uh like a Thursday night uh Thursday night to, to Friday, Sunday, Saturday, Monday. Sunday pretty easily. We'll take okay. showers, but we take very quick military showers, I guess we'll call it. Military showers. Yeah. You're done, get out. Yeah. You're done out. Yeah. But I don't have a nice. very big water tank either. Some of the newer ones have like a hundred gallons and that that would I only oh, wow. hold 40. So. Okay. But if you get some knucklehead in there that's in the shower for like five minutes with the water running, pretty soon you're going to be out. You'd be like, damn it. Ian, why'd you do that? <laughs> hey, I haven't done that. Damn it, Steve. Damn it, Steve. No, so. It, yeah. Depends on the trip. I guess I'm getting that. If I'm not taking the camper, it's much easier. I just check the truck out. I throw some helis in the back seat and go. Traveling with helis is immensely more easy than traveling with the airplanes. Because you, yeah. you can fit two or three helis in the back seat, your charger, your transmitter, and your batteries, and you're good to go. Airplanes take a lot of room. I used to try to put them in the back seat of the truck, put some in the back of the truck when I had a tonneau cover, but it's just all they're always moving around or getting crushed or damaged or yeah it's hard to keep them hard they're much more trouble to travel with i would guess i've seen yep. a few uh actual you know cargo trailers you know as far as like your box trailers they've been like retrofitted so they could fit all their planes and you know some of the plankers get really creative on those things mm-hmm. yeah if you got a lot of planes you kind of need a trailer to move them around yeah unless you're just taking one like when i'd go to the field i'd take one or two in the back of the truck but if you're going somewhere like flight fest and you want to take a bunch then you've got to really either be creative or have a trailer or both strap it to the roof of the car yeah sure i guess we already kind of touched on how much time per day uh, 12 is kind of my around my limit if you have somebody to help you drive you could stretch that out quite a bit more right. if you're able to rest or i don't know if you could double it it depends on if you could actually sleep in a car I, i'm not very good at sleeping but you could make that 12 go to 15 16 pretty easy if you don't have to drive the whole time that's tough man i remember a friend of mine and i we took uh, it wasn't, I don't want to say it was the company van, but it wasn't my van and it wasn't his van. And, um, so it was somebody's company van and, uh, we went to bike week and we put the trailer on the back of the van and we had a, a mattress in the back of the van itself. I think a blow up <laughs> mattress. Yeah. And I got good sleep driving. Like he drove like four, mm -hmm. four or five hours and I got to sleep, which was great. 
Right. And then I would be like, we just plowed through. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's in that's, the 16 hours yeah, down. That's a good way to do it. If you have somebody to drive with you. Yeah. And if you have somewhere you can actually like get some decent sleep. So like, I don't know. A lot of people can't sleep in that passenger seat. Yeah. It's you know, sitting upright. That's tough. Yeah. I'm a bad passenger seat driver. So it's like the anxiety keeps me up. So <laughs> what do you guys do when you're on the road? Like how, how long between stops? What do you stop for? How long do you stop? Cause that, that can significantly add to your drive time as well. If you do a lot of stopping. Yeah. You're absolutely right there, man. If you stop for 20 minutes, three times, that's an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, you, you don't even realize it. Yeah. So I stop, I fuel up and I'll grab something fast and I'm back on the road. Like you just got to pound the miles out, man. Yeah. You really can't that's what I do. like stop and have sit down dinner or anything like that. No, or none of that. You're going to waste so much time. And team is a good yeah. traveling with me. Cause Neither one of uh, both of us can go a long time without having to pee. So we'll do four, we'll do about five to six hours usually. Usually when the truck's out of fuel, we'll stop. Everybody will pee. We'll grab something quick to eat and back on the road. Like grab something and eat it while driving. We don't even stop. Right, right. Exactly. So we can do about 20 minutes every five hours, basically. What about you, Ian? Yeah, I see. Uh, with me, it's like any time we've ever had to like stop and grab something to eat or whatever, or use the bathroom, you know, we gas up. Uh, even if it was like something real quick, you know, say if we didn't need anything and, you know, whoever I was with had to use the bathroom, we'd stop. I'd go anyway. I'd go to use the bathroom anyway, stick like, you know, just top off the tank, whether it was like, you know, maybe like 10 bucks or 50 bucks, you know, just top off the tank and then go. And then uh, a lot of times we'll, you know, hit like a fast food. Uh, matter of fact, when we went to Florida, we actually stopped and, you know, ate and kind of like stretched our legs a little bit. Cause we had been, we had been on the road for like X amount of hours. And, you know, we, we went from Kansas city and we were in Kentucky at the time and we stopped and ate McDonald's kind of stretched out a little bit and then got back on the road. Um, uh, so I try not to spend You went through you know, Kentucky to get stopping. to Florida? Yeah. Really? We had to go through Kentucky and then once we got into Tennessee we went through Nashville and then Chattanooga and then uh into Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. yeah I guess so. I would think you would have went more south, but I guess not. It's probably not a straight No. Way. Well I was because if I would have went straight south, it would have taken us through. I mean, I think we still probably would have went through like you know, Memphis and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, it was. I I think it was the cheaper route, to be honest. Okay. Um. But yeah, now as far as full sends, I don't think I can pull that trip off again without flying. Because that particular one, that took us about 24 hours, but we had to stop because I was driving to the point I was hallucinating and probably had like eight energy drinks, which is not good. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not pretty. I don't yeah. know how Ryan Zano does it. I've gotten to the point where I've had the hallucinations, and they're fun when you, when you know they're there, but the, it starts to get weird. Like I can remember driving back from, we played when I was 
playing in a band. We we drove back from Trenton one night and in pouring rain, and it was like hours and hours of driving back. And uh, yeah, I was seeing some crazy shit in the reflection of the lights on the street, but I was like, "What is all that?" Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm super tired. Like no wonder." Yeah, I had to pull over and like I woke up Keith. It's like, dude, I gotta pull over. I'm not feeling good. <laughs> Slept yeah. in a uh I think it was like a truck stop parking lot for like two hours and then Keith got behind the wheel and then drove for like maybe about an hour and then he said he couldn't do it and we, we stopped at a rest stop for like another two to three hours and then we got back on the road. Well and I know like, he couldn't sleep either. I know we're we're talking about like driving long distances and hammering down, but yeah, you, you should know what your limitations are too and not to push it as, cause you don't want to, you want to get there, but you don't want to yeah. be dead either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's very true. Fall asleep. And yeah, you shouldn't drive yeah. if you're sleepy. Like you yeah. Really shouldn't. And coming down to towing the little trailer I had when I came down last year to last, you know, June to Florida that I, I stopped twice, I think, and just got like a half an hour sleep in a parking lot somewhere. Um, just, I had to, wasn't planning on it, but it was just getting to a point where, yeah, I'm going to fall asleep and it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. So our other question on here is, uh, do you drive at night appropriately? I don't know if you guys do. I I schedule it. Like I try to drive during the day and I it, I try to schedule it like living up north and try anytime I travel down south, I always try to schedule like Washington DC on like an off peak hour or something like try to get through there at like 5 a.m., you know, if I was traveling during the week, just somewhere something like that so I could get through the big city, you know, mm-hmm. and not hit rush hour traffic. But now Fredericksburg is ridiculous. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I hear. So it's like I got to leave even earlier. Or I don't know. For me, I, I typically try to plan to go through because obviously I drive through. Well, not only getting out of my town, which really isn't a big deal, but going through St. Louis during rush hour, that sucks. So it's like a lot of times leaving probably around rush hour here in Kansas City is probably ideal like in the evening because it's going to be dark and it's like a three or four hour drive to get to St. Louis. So it's like, you know, traffic is usually calmed down by then or in the early morning hours is probably ideal as well. Um, and it ultimately on my Florida trip, it, um, worked out the same way going through Atlanta. Cause it was like night. It was like the middle of the night, both ways that it was, um, it, it was in the middle of the night there, and there was like hardly any traffic on the road. Yeah. I don't know if you travel at night, Andy, pulling that camper, if that's wise or not. Um, yeah, I don't like it as much as I used to. I was really having a hard time with it before I got my glasses changed because they were all scratched up. The... Oh, okay. It had this like anti-glare coating and it, it come off. So it was all scratched up. So it made all the lights, like the other headlights, taillights just look terrible. Like they were very like a star bright. It was just mm-hmm. annoying Prisons. as all hell. 
now that I've got new glasses, it's not as bad. But I would still rather drive through the day. But it's hitting a city or something in the middle of the night is pretty nice, though, because you can just skip through and there's no traffic. Really, anywhere right. on the interstate, there's no traffic at night, and it's pretty nice to drive like that. So I agree with you. What else? All right. Got? So Ian, Ian mentioned apps that he uses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just was a general question that I wrote. Do you guys use any apps? I mean, I love Waze. I've been using that for years, and that'll that has helped me out quite a bit. It's done. I, it's definitely done more good than harm to any traveling I've done, even if it's you know an hour ride or whatever, yeah, or driving to work or something like it'll route me around serious problems. Right. I typically yeah, use Google Maps for my navigation, which I think they're both one and the same now. Are they? Uh, I, I don't think, know. I, I tried Waze and I didn't care for it. But I thought Google yeah. bought Waze. It may have, but I don't know. Probably. That bought everything. Yeah. yeah, I haven't tried ways. I mean, if you're I, local I to the area, and like I, I've gone like ways is telling me to go this direction, and I've gone this other routers two different ways, and I like to I prefer one to the other. I'll sometimes take that one, and it's like a minute less time. So sometimes you're like, well, why did ways even tell me that? I have it, you know, set up to the quickest time. But uh, I mean, that's that's my only negative thing I could say about it. You know, I've, yeah. I've had a lot of positives one, with it. One thing you got to be real careful with all of these apps, even Google, is if you've got if you're in a truck or if you're pulling a camper or something, you got to be careful getting off the interstate and going around stuff, and maybe stop and look at the roads and see, because they'll send you through some small neighborhood with a bunch of little narrow roads that you can't even get through with a big camper. Yeah, like, it's fine if you're in a or, car, but if if you're towing something, you can really get in a bind if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and and know your height because it's like we've got a problem with that here in town with a couple roads where there's low bridges and mm-hmm. you know, trucks all the time just get wedged underneath it. Yep. So you got to be careful with that. That's the only navigation is really the only app I use for anything that I can think yeah. of. Is there anything else other than Ian's um, fuel economy thing? Is there anything else that would be good for traveling? Well, uh, I'm sure with gas prices the way they are, there's going to be a few apps coming out that are like finding the cheapest price of gas. Triple uh, A. On your way. Does Triple A have an app for that? Yeah, they've got an app uh, where okay. it'll show you like the cheapest gas station near you. Okay. Um, on top of that, cool. you know, there are some uh, discounts and perks with AAA as far as like hotel stays, mm-hmm. rental car. I mean, and then people have like, uh, you know, mileage built up as far as, you know, uh, I'm not familiar with credit cards, but, you know, there's some perks with those too. Yeah, I've had AAA for 20 years, but I didn't know they had an app. Yeah. No, me either. I use it for um, hotel, you get discount on yeah. hotels and stuff. We're yeah, like I've got the Auto Club members. app. We we decided to become Plus members because in the great state of New Jersey, uh, AAA will tow you if you break down on the turnpike or the parkway. They will tow you off the turnpike or the parkway, and that's your one free tow. And then from there, you have to pay. And this has happened to me and a buddy of mine. Oh, wow! So with with AAA Plus, they'll 
they just tow you wherever. So that's why we decided that to go plus. That might be what I and, have. They'll tow you a hundred miles, basically. Yeah, my uh, my nephew used to drag race his car at uh, Great Meadows in Western New Jersey, and he was out there one time, and he broke something severe where he couldn't drive it home. And I called AAA. They came out, and I was like, "Yeah, my car broke down." And he was like, "Were you racing it?" And I was like, "No, I was, you know, I was watching all my nephew race and blah blah blah, I was spectating." I got in it to leave. I don't know what's wrong with it. I played stupid. And so he put my nephew's car on the tow truck and I said, um, all right, well, I'm going to drive my wife home in her car. And I didn't point to my Jeep, but I was just like in her car. But my nephew's going to go home with you guys, if that's okay. And they took, <laughs> they took him right to his house and dropped his, <laughs> yeah. his car off and everything. Yeah. Guy was super cool. Yeah. I think he tipped him, you know, pretty good too, but. The guy didn't care. Well, you, yeah, usually the guys that come out, they don't give a shit because they get paid either way. So, yeah, they don't really care. It's like, yeah, because uh, typically you could be driving your friend's car and you could still use your AAA on that. Yep. So it's yeah, like, I mean, a, he's not checking registration or anything like that. No, no. As long as like the policy holder is there and is able to prove, you know, with his card or his ID who he is, yeah. and he's the card holder. So yeah, that's. I've towed friends home before too, so. But it's great to have uh, some roadside assistance, you know, in, in case you got a flat and you're in a very sketchy area as far as you know traffic goes. You know, that's yeah, that's something else to have. Yeah, and it's pretty reasonable. It's like a hundred bucks a year or something like that. I think for the three of us, like my daughter, my wife, and I, it's it's pretty reasonable to have that. Yep. You almost so always speaking get, of oh. Go ahead. No, that's okay. Go ahead, Andy. You must always get like 10 bucks off a hotel. So if you stay in a hotel five, six, seven times a year, then you, you can pay for your AAA. Not, yeah. True. Not counting toes or they'll bring you gas or they'll unlock your door if you lock your keys in, all that crap. Mm-hmm. So I recommend it. Yeah, me too. Same here. So I wrote, do you travel alone or bring friends? And that, I have a story related Depends to that. Depends on the friends. Yeah. <laughs> my my story, story is Steve, Steve Yoon and I, and that guy, Jeff, that were originally founded the podcast here. We went to Flight Fest one year and we rented an RV and I drove to Steve's to pick up all his stuff. I had my stuff loaded up, loaded up. We were going to try and leave around, I don't know, 11 o'clock in the morning or something like that. By the time we loaded up Jeff and he got his act together, it, it was like two or three that we wound up leaving. And then we got like a <laughs> month. We got about an hour down the road and he said, I forgot my AMA card and we had to turn around and go back to get his AMA card. Oh so oh, so literally by the time There's we no got way going, I would have turned around. Yeah, I don't. I do remember turning around and, uh, yeah, I forgot his medicine. Uh, Steve would oh, probably okay. remember. I think you it might have been Just go medicine. back to his house, kick him out, and then leave. Cause you... Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, by the time we went up, it was like 5 o'clock at night, oh, and now Jesus. we're driving to Ohio, and I'm texting my wife, I want to kill these freaking guys already, yeah. and we're not even, like, we, we haven't even left the zip code yet, and I right. already want to kill Jeff. Right. And yeah, so that now sucks. they, now they didn't, Jeff didn't get anything 
like because we were planning on cooking breakfast and stuff and so oh we'll just stop at walmart so now it's like a one o'clock in the morning stop at walmart and i'm like texting my wife i'm biting my tongue but i want to leave these guys for dead in the walmart parking lot i'm telling you (laughs) yeah i was like texting her a lot she's like ah just chill out and have fun you know and i'm like yeah i know i know but they're making it possible to have fun yeah yeah, so that's I'm a, not saying that's a real I'm not thing. saying don't bring your friends or bring your friends. It depends but, uh, on the friend. <laughs> it really that does. was my experience. You re- well, I think the the moral of that story is, yeah, uh, if you've traveled alone all the time, you got to realize that when you travel with somebody else, now that get your your schedule that you have in your mind of when you're going to get there, it's yeah, probably going to be disrupted. <laughs> just forget all that. <laughs> forget all that. Yeah. Yep. Throw that out the window along with your friendship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it, but no it's it it also depends on the person but for me like i was like okay we're gonna you know we'll, we're all like yeah we'll get there by seven eight o'clock at night if we leave mm-hmm. at 11 and do we rolled in there at like four o'clock in the morning it was ridiculous right oh my god yeah and you're trying to it set up in the dark in the middle of the night annoying people but we had the rv asleep. so 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 we just rolled in and turned on the air conditioner, started the generator, turned the air conditioner on, and like 20 minutes later, people were banging on our door. Could you turn the air conditioner on, the generator off? It's like really loud. We're like, tough shit. No, rent no. the freaking RV and drive out here. Yeah. Yeah. I've told that story, though, too. Yeah, it definitely depends. If you don't, like if you have a friend and you've never traveled with them, like Kevin says, just just be prepared for the worst. <laughs> just just decide, okay, it's an experience, the journey. We're going to experience the journey. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah. yeah. If you try to keep to your schedule like you have in your brain, like you say, you're just going to be disappointed and mad. Mm, yeah, I can totally agree. Because <laughs> like uh, none of the... You know, timing plans worked out with any of my trips. Even trips with my family, it doesn't work. No. Really, the I used to always travel by myself, and I kind of prefer that because I can do what I want, listen to what I want, eat what I want. But now right. that I've been with Tima, we actually travel pretty good together because, like I said, she can, she can hold it a long time, and she's pretty find to eat whenever like i want to eat and we like the same music same podcast so it's it's not a problem but yeah team is super cool man seems like she's really easy going too yeah she's pretty easy going so yeah and if there is anything we disagree on we just do it my way so it's fine anyway doesn't matter sure yeah <laughs> mm-hmm until she beats you up. Nah. The other day, right, she so said, we did something. She's like, everything has to be your way. I was like, yeah, that's true. And that was the end of the discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you guys have that discussion every now and then, because I've heard that story. Oh, yeah, probably every day. Before. Probably every year. Every other day. <laughs> twice a week. See, now, team is different than my wife. My wife has said, um, Something along those same lines, but more aggressive, more like you always have to be right about everything, don't you? Like, you just say yes. She'll, she'll, and I say, 
no, I don't. Or no, you can never agree with me on anything, can you? I'm like, no, I can. <laughs> I didn't even agree with her on that. For me and my ex-wife, it was always the I told you so. And I think like the finest moment I can think of is like I had a day. We both had a day off and she went to put the oldest one on the bus. And like the night before, she said that the front steps were slick and it was like a wood deck that was like 15 feet up because the house was on the side of a hill. Mm-hmm. And she put cat, we, we didn't have any salt. So she threw cat litter down it and it was the wrong kind of cat litter and it made it really slick. I said, that's a really dumb idea. So she does it anyway. The next morning, you know, I wake up to them, you know, getting ready for school and she goes outside onto the porch and goes to walk her down to the bus stop. And all I hear is blah, 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 blah down the steps and all i hear is god damn it and it's like she come walking in her gown and like pajamas it's got like kitty litter all over it and it's all wet and it's like you ready for it you ready for it she's like shut the hell up and she goes in the other room so it's like (laughs) i told you Mm -hmm. yeah i don't get that much from my wife she'll tell me and then but she doesn't tell me she didn't tell me she told me when it happens. Hmm. But yeah, you gotta have a tolerate, tolerate, tolerant significant other. That's what I want to say. If they're coming with you. Mm-hmm. Which my wife drove really up to. Anyway. Uh, yeah, she drove up to um, the Orlando Heli blowout one year with me. Mm-hmm. Stayed for about an hour and then left. And that was it. It was cool. Yeah, she went shopping. I hung out for a while. That's good. So the last thing we got on the list here is uh, RV rentals, hotel, or camp. Man, I think I've done all of them. I have done all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So have I actually. I have as well, but I only camped once. I don't really like camping. I don't mind camping. I don't I've done either. hotel and I rented a camper a few times before I got my own. Um, yeah, if I could tow a camper, like I've seen some really like the one Cliff Lewis has, the small one mm-hmm. that he had, something I could tow with a Jeep, that would be ideal. But you could even get I don't a smaller have any place one. to put that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, you can get like the teardrops. I mean, that would even work. My thing yeah. is, I just like staying at the field bet, you know better than driving all the way you know to wherever your hotel is you know staying the night yeah it's great when you got you know sh- you know you can wake up take a shower have breakfast and then go to the field but i like I like staying late at the field and just you know taking in and all the all the fun and shenanigans that go on at a field yeah yeah i'm i'm kind of like uh torn between the two like i like to stay at a hotel because i like to get a good night's sleep i like to have the toilet there, you know, long, hot, shower. um, on the shower. Yeah. But I, I, I do have, uh, I've had a lot of great times camping at the field, just chilling out, like, you know, 10 o'clock at night, start making some drinks and chill out and hang out, watch everybody fly it. If there's night flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. hotel worked out some great time. for RCHO during the chill out uh, last year. Cause it was just like, freezing ass cold but uh yeah it worked out then for me definitely and the one we stayed at 
Queen City Throwdown. That was pretty close. That was a really nice hotel. And I know I've stayed in a couple of nice, well, I stayed in the Roach Motel one time at Fredericksburg, me and me and the Planker. Mm-hmm. And then we stayed in a better motel, I think, the year, year after that. But yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. However you can do it, whatever works for you, just do it. Yeah. Try to go to they all have their really fun. Yeah, exactly. And the, the the hotel or camp or RV, they all have their, you know, positives and negatives. Mm-hmm. Unless you're staying with Mike Welch, because there's nothing negative about that. Mm-hmm. He, he let me stay in his camper a few times up in Rochester and uh, just different events. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's awesome when somebody yeah. l- l- like does that for you. And Andy, you've let me stay at Urcha, you know, in your camper. Yep. And that was great too. All right. So, uh, is that it you think for the main topic? Yeah. You got anything else? Yeah, I think so. Uh, other than I stayed in a tent a couple times and depending on how the weather is that weekend, whether it's, you know, a good idea or a bad idea, but uh, I can't think of anything else. Well, that's something I always check is I always check the temperature if I'm going to stay in the tent because I don't want it to be too damn hot. I don't want it to be 95 at night. That That's not going to work. And I also check, you know, the rain. If it's going to rain, that's another, like, who the hell wants to do that shit in the rain? Or super-ass windy, you know? Yeah. Be sleeping in the middle of the night, and next thing you know, you're... <laughs> You're in you're either bounce, yeah, you're bouncing <laughs> through the field, or your tent gets pushed flat. Your um, your balloon boy. What was that kid that supposedly got trapped in the balloon and was flying away? <laughs> I forget what they called that kid, and he was home safe. His parents made up the whole thing. Oh yeah, I don't know who that was. That big tinfoil balloon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> balloon boy. Oh uh, shit. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Uh, Ian, got any tech tips? I haven't even thought of anything on that, so right, sorry, just, guys. I'm taking that what out of the show hell, notes right now. What, what the, the hell, hell, man? No, I've just been so freaking crazy busy lately. So, sorry, guys. Um, hopefully, I'll have something going uh, by next week. All right, so what have I watched on, on this week? Yes, Movie what have you wise? watched, Kevin? I watched a movie called Fresh, which was pretty disturbing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I kind of knew what they, I think they were going for. Uh, they were trying to turn all the watchers into a vegans. Um, okay. It was it was weird. I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. Um, I saw I saw a movie last year that was like a no name movie. Well, it was like an unknown movie to me called The Invisible Man, and it was done with. Um, it was a newer version, like maybe two years ago, um, and that was really good. It was like a horror uh, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see that, but guy, I remember the guy it. supposedly died. That was pretty good. Okay. And I also started watching the new Batman. Shut up, dogs. Um, started watching the new Batman, um, and that is actually I was I was pretty like I was curious like all right how's this guy going to do as Batman. He does pretty good. I only watched about twenty minutes of it, and uh, I was I was into it. I like the guy that plays Commissioner Gordon. He's been in some Bond films. Yeah. I like him. He's a good That's actor. The, you're talking about the the new the Batman, the, the new new one. Yeah. That's yeah. only in theaters. You started watching That's that. Only in, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
There's a drive-in theater that I look at right, through binoculars. Right, through binoculars. Yeah. Uh, I guess it is okay. true that vampires do turn into bats. What? Oh, the the guy that plays the new uh I forgot his name. Uh was it Robert Patton? Pattinson. Uh unfortunately, like my ex-wife drugged me to all the Twilight movies, so that was a meme going around this week. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. Okay. Well, he's better than that empty head that played Darth Vader in the <laughs> first couple movies. Yeah, they could have done without him. But anyways, yeah, I'm gonna check the rest of it out. Uh, what the the problem is, I keep it's 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 a cam that I'm watching. I mean, people are walking up the up and down the aisles during the movie and everything. How can you enjoy it, a movie that's like that? That just sounds horrific. I know. Why do you do it that? Sounds terrible. What well, is wrong with you? I don't know. I've been asking myself that for Jeez, 50 years. Please. What is wrong? Like if with that's you? the only way I could watch it, I just wait till the damn thing come out somewhere. I could. I see usually it do that. I usually do that, but this is a pretty decent. It's a pretty decent copy. This sounds kind of like dull, obviously, because they're recording it on it's their pretty iPhone. Pretty decent. Or the guy held it really still. The guy held it really still while that other guy walked up and down the aisle <laughs> fifty times. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So that's. But it's it's a good movie so far. I, I kind of enjoy the the way they their way they're doing it and they're what the pacing. I don't know is. if I can trust any movie review you give. I oh, you can trust. You watch it. shit like that. I've just lost all respect for you. Damn it, Dude, Kevin. It's like watching a movie on like an old TV. Like yeah, why old... the fuck would I want to do that? Well, I don't know, but <laughs> if that's your only way of watching the movie, I'd rather read I'm a book. Watch it. If that's the only way I could Listen, do it. Listen, I don't I don't normally do this, but I this in this case I'm doing it. Okay. All right. So shut up, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shut up. Right. What the hell, Andy? <laughs> Why are you texting during the show, Ian? Yeah, Ian. What the fuck's wrong ruining, with you? Ruining the show with your texting. My my phone's dinging. Yeah. All right. Day. So I let's move. Send it, the meme. Let's move it on to to Ian's non tech tips and my cloudy, blurry movie reviews that Andy hates. Shaky cam with the dull audio. Shaky cam. The guy beside him eating popcorn, rattling. Candy bag. <laughs> at least, at least it's not as bad as Kramer trying to do it in that Seinfeld episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's videoing the guy next to him, <laughs> and he's going, "What did he say?" The the blind guy fell off the bike, uh-huh. and he's like laughing, and he turns the guy next to him. <laughs> anyway, okay, so <laughs> we got any news and announcements? We do have a couple of news and announcements. Um. Okay. What do we got? Hang on. I want to give this guy credit because he sent me Thomas A. Messer. That's part of the Clovis RC Club, which is where our buddy um, Jordan McFarlane that was on the show a few weeks ago. Okay. They're, they've got a fun fly a uh, couple weeks next week. When is it? It's the 25th, March 25th through the 27th. Uh, Pegfield, Sanger, California. And wow. This is Clovis RC dot club. If you want to go check it out, they've got Nick Maxwell is going to be in attendance. Oh, damn. So that'll be cool. Got a really nice field. He wrote me a little bit. He said, our club has nearly unlimited flight station. 
Our field is built on a former crop duster strip runway. We have paved taxiways for aircraft, shelter for hot days, and located close to Fresno slash Clovis, California for hotels and restaurants. Three hours from the Bay Area. Four hours from L.A. We're centrally located in California. So I just wanted to, to mention that if you're out in California or on the West Coast, this might be a good event to attend. Dude, even if you're like a new pilot and you're like, oh, you know what? These guys are so good and uh, blah, blah, blah. And all they do is hover. Go out and see Nick Maxwell fly. Absolutely. Go just check and, and talk to Nick Maxwell because he's such a good yeah, he's dude. he's a good guy. And his flying skills are will blow you away. Mm-hmm. Like, he's amazing. Love watching him fly. Oh, not to mention, like, what really threw me for a loop was those mile-high autos. I mean, just seeing one of those firsthand, I mean, you couldn't see it. I mean, it, it was it was a blade stop. Yeah. Oh, man. that And the aileron fly. rolling funnels, dude, that blew my mind. Like when I watched him do that, he's doing tail down funnels and he's doing an aileron roll through the whole thing. It's like, mm-hmm. holy shit, man. Like, that's insane. Yep. And yeah, like I said, he's such a humble guy, such a good guy to talk to. And he's been around the freaking world flying helicopters. I mean, he's a, uh, you can talk to him about anything. Yeah. He's a good. Dude. And if you're a new, I like Nick. if you're a new guy, you're into, you know, F3C or, mm-hmm. you know, any kind of 3d and, you know, your, your helicopter doesn't feel right. I don't want to speak for him, but maybe he can, you know, give you some tips on setup or whatever, like that, you know, stuff like that. Isn't he going to be in Miami also? Is he coming down to Miami? I think he is this weekend. I think he's doing an F3C class or something down there, if I remember that correct. Oh, wow. I think I heard somebody mention that. I can't remember if it was on one of the podcasts. going from Miami one week to California California. the next week. Right. That's crazy. Talk about traveling. Living the life, man. Getting some miles. Going the distance. Mm Mm-hmm. So what else you got? Check that out. Um, We had an update. This was also sent to me by a listener, Tony. Uh, MSH Brain Icon, Brain 2, Icon 2 update 3.4.043 is the latest update. This was a few weeks ago. Well, actually about a month ago. Um... If you go to the MSH Brain Icon group on Facebook, you can read all the change log. Actually, it would be if you if you plug up your if you go update your stuff, you can read it um, through the the program on your PC. I'm not going to go through the entire change log. Just know it's out there. Go update your stuff, man. Yeah. Well, look through it, see if you want to update or not. Um, looks like they've done quite a bit of stuff to it. Mm, I don't know. It's a whole bunch of stuff. Way too much for me to go through. But check it out if you fly brain or icon, if you haven't already. I'm a little late to the game on this one, but I don't ever update mine because I never plug it in anymore. But it's not a bad idea to check <laughs> 
What? I mean, I'm a, I'm the same way with the V control. Mm. Yeah. Only if I have everything handy right there and I think about it, and it's like, ah, maybe I should update. Um, I think that's it for this week. It's a little bit of a slow week. Well, I have something. What have you got? I have uh, a complaint by a listener. Oh, let's hear it. Steve Shaw uh, has been complaining to me all week long after hearing last last week's show. Okay. And I was talking about like What's his complaint. The SAB, the XL Power, the logo. He was like, you guys forgot to mention miniature aircraft. We did forget that. I thought of that afterwards. We did forget miniature aircraft. We know a lot of people that fly miniature aircraft. Yeah. Yep. He's correct. We forgot it. I forgot it. And he's also been he's also been hounding me, and this is another idea for a show topic. Uh, he's been hounding me relentlessly about updates on George and Steve's Miata. What is going on? Okay. What in <laughs> God's name is going on with George and Steve's Miata? That's a good. I question. told him. I said, I think I've seen George on Facebook building a tiny home. Yeah, he's got a tiny house now. He's living completely off the grid in his tiny house, and it's parked How? in front of his bunker. Wait a minute, we got to get a we got to get a hold of him. Whether we got to, you know, snail mail him or like carrier pigeon. I could or drive something. up there, I guess. Take a message if you want me to. Yeah, uh, my message is, and it's a question: How does a six foot five guy live in a tiny house? <laughs> <laughs> That's my it's question. Actually for, it's actually looks really nice. It's a pretty nice little setup he's got. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Nice isn't going to correct your back problems, though, man, from bending over the whole time. It's, it's not short. It's just small. It's tall. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's like he, he's got a lot. Never like, seen a tiny house? Yeah. Yeah, they're tiny. They're not. Yeah, but they got full ceiling height. What are you? I don't understand what you're saying. I don't know. I guess it, you're thinking yeah. of a hobbit house. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> he's Gandalf and he's hitting his head on shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Now, yeah, as far as I know, about. George is doing okay. I probably should go check on him. Yeah. Make sure he's okay. And as far as Steve Miata, who the hell knows? Listen, just just identify yourself from a distance with George when you go to see him. Yeah, that's a good if, idea. I'll probably if he's call living him off first. the grid and the bunker and the tiny house. Yeah. He might shoot first and ask questions later. Yeah, I'll call him first. <laughs> yeah, remember the cricket. Yeah. I'll call his wife first. <laughs> okay, I'm coming over. Good idea. Yeah, we got to talk to Steve about the Miata. Yeah. All right. What's next for you in the hobby, Ian? Uh, what's next for me? Um... Well, I've got tomorrow off, so I'll be going up to the the car lot to continue on, you know, getting the deal settled as far as that. Uh, What's next uh, for you in the hobby, Ian? Um, <laughs> as far as hobby goes, not really much. I mean, I'm still doing some uh, spring cleaning and stuff. I'm um, Kind of going through some stuff as far as like my hobby area, you know, stuff I don't need anymore. It's like I found parts for mm-hmm. um, one of the machines I don't have anymore, like the blade, uh, the blade five hundred. 
Uh, it's like I found more stuff for that. So I don't kinda, you love you know, that once you sell something and you just keep finding shit for it. I know for like six I, months later. It's like, oh, yeah, damn it, it happens. It happens all the time. So it's like there's, you know, there's some things I've just like thrown away mm-hmm. uh, because it's like nobody's ever going to use this. And yeah. I have no idea why it's in a box here present right now. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's some things I've just thrown away, some things that, you know, I've, you know, organized and put somewhere else. So I'm kind of still going through that. And then, of course, you know, stuff around home because I'm always not home. I'm always working. Um, I'm going to try to get some ranching done uh, as well. But I'm also going to be. Uh, I'm going to be charging up some batteries. Uh, I'm going to try to get out there and fly this week. They're talking there might be a chance that the weather can be shitty. They're talking like maybe a thunderstorm rolling in or two. Gonna fly tomorrow while you're off work. That I am. I'm gonna try to get down the street and you know get some flights in before I have to you know pick up the kids and all that stuff. All right. Um. And then I'll be uh, working Thursday and Friday. Um. And then of course I'll be on Discord. Um. And then I've got a couple double shifts throughout the weekend. So I. Mean, that's pretty much all that I've got going right now. All right. What about you, Kevin? Uh, I am leaving Saturday morning early to yeah, go man. to the Amps uh, RC Club down in Miami. I think nice. I said that right. Mm-hmm. For Amps Frank's Mac Fest. Also known as Frank's event down in uh, Miami. Yeah, it's been a two-hour drive. 18th and, through the 20th, 18th, 19th, something like that. This week. Yep. So I'm hoping that, I can, three hours for you? No, it's like two. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's three hours if I ride with Steve and he drives through truck stops and stuff like that the wrong way and takes different exits. Yeah, we talked about annoying travel companions, so Yeah, that's me. No need to talk. I'm 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 the worst. (laughs) Uh but yeah, that should be a blast, man. I can't wait to see Frank. I can't wait to see Yeah, man. I'm I'm super surprised that at the amount of people I've heard are, are coming down from up north, man. Oh yeah, it's a bunch. Mike D's coming down. Uh, Charlie Crespo's coming down. The McClellans obviously are, yeah. are coming down. It's gonna be great to see all those guys, man. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, I wish yeah. I could come. If I wasn't so damn busy, I'd be there. Damn it, Andy. I know. I just too that much stupid ass farming to do. Yeah. Be a farmer, they farm. said. They said it'd be fun. Yeah, I'm hoping I can retire soon. Yeah. But, you know, take notes say, from Mike D. Hope in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up quicker. <laughs> <laughs> what? You never heard of that? No. Oh. Uh, maybe I just made it up. No, I've heard that throughout my life. So no, I think it's wish. Wish in one hand. Like you wish you had something. Oh, and shit in another. But hope's kind of the same. All okay. right. Yeah. So what are you going to be doing, Andy, besides shitting in your hand? <laughs> um, and hoping in the other. Yeah. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. That I was last able, week, dude. I should be able to get some flying in this week. It, the, the weather's kind of turned nice. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. So maybe I'll sneak out and get a couple flights in between scratching my head trying to figure out all this stupid GPS stuff. 
but I really, really need to finish this stupid Spectre. But I don't want to <laughs> say that I will because I don't want to be that guy. You <laughs> damn, damn right you need to finish what it. What the hell, Andy? But <laughs> I need to. So maybe I will. Maybe I'll get off my ass and do that. We'll see. Tune in next week to find out. What the hell, Andy? Mm-hmm. Exactly. What the hell, Andy? <laughs> that is correct. All right. So uh, let's wrap things up. Do we have, any, do we have oh. any listener pipelines? We do have listener pipelines. Oh, boy. Oh, boy is right. They've been they've been kind of at the I don't want to say at the bottom, but they've been kind of floating around like uh, I don't know weirdness. Maybe it's maybe it's the you know yeah, coming of out of winter. I think so. Maybe it's frozen brains. I don't know. Let's see. And I forgot to test the levels on these. So let's see what we can get. Going oh here. boy! I know. I know. Damn it, Andy! I know. I know. Oh, not even working. What the hell? Man, bashing on Canada like you guys did this week. I don't know. That's it. I'm done. I'm never listening to you guys again, ever in my life. Never. Not a chance. All right, you twisted my arm. Andy, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) When did we bash on Canada? I don't know. I think we were making fun of Canada. That sounds like something we would do. Thanks, Darren. Sorry, I suck. Yeah. I mean, I have busted on Canada in, in the past, but no, not. I don't remember doing it last week. I don't know. I mean, I bash on their cobra chickens because I mean, they keep sending them down here. What? What is a Canadian cobra chicken? That's what they call the Canadian geese. Cobra oh. chicken? I never heard yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, they're fucking mean little bastards. Yeah, they're not too happy when you run over them either. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> Funny story. Uh, I had one of the nurses at the facility I work at. You know, she got out of her car and went to walk up the sidewalk to get into the facility. And no sooner she walked around her car, there's a cobra chicken standing right in the grass, hissing at her. She's like, mm, nope. She went and got in her car and moved into another parking spot. <laughs> You ever notice how when people say funny story, it rarely is? <laughs> Same when it's a true story. Yeah. All right. So, hey, free um, fall boys, what's going on? Okay. Hey, Steve Young, don't get all uppity or anything. Free fall boys, that's like Southern. That's uh, kind of like saying gentlemen. Hey, I listen to a podcast of y'all's right now, and Steve, you're talking about uh, some construction of maybe a shed, some big, big project. And that reminds me, I haven't heard, and maybe some of your fans haven't heard in quite a while, even though you all may just ping me a tiny bit for being behind schedule, maybe completion schedule. I was just wondering, Steve, what's happening with the Miata? Is the Miata finished? I haven't heard about it in a long time, and I was getting close to some serious work before you left, you know, before you moved. But you're building a shed. I'm not sure if you put the Miata back on schedule or if you sold it for parts or what the deal is. So, hey, all I can say is, man, some of your fans or at least one of us want to know. Thanks a lot. See ya. 
Thanks, Steve. All right, we do want to know. Yeah, we do want to know. But, I mean, let's give Steve Yun some credit. Steve Shaw is comparing rebuilding a car, taking it all the way down the frame and rebuilding it, and moving. Yeah, and moving it from... To to Steve Shaw not completing a helicopter kit in three or four years. So I, I don't know if that's apples to apples, but... Yeah. I'm just throwing that I, out there. It's not like it's uh, on the shelf 90% finished or anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Steve Yoon is pretty quick at working on his car, I mean, but he's not West Coast Customs and have it done in like two weeks. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. All right. Maybe he's waiting for um, Exhibit to show up and say, <laughs> his ride. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what happened. He, he got it all back together and he got it started. It's running. So he knows he can rebuild an engine. Now he's he's lost interest. Now he's doing everything but finishing it. Because that's what would happen to me if I was doing that. Once I figured out, I, I completed, learned what I can learn, then I lose interest. I'm like, eh, whatever. I don't want to actually complete it. All right, we got one, one more. Hey, Green Walker, Stephen Hoover here. Hey, Andy, you were talking about stretching your produce to an 800 and uh, trying to decide what battery pack you want to run on it. And uh, I would definitely try 12S before you buy another motor and packs to switch to 14S, unless you already have 14S packs. Because I fly my Synergy 766 that's running the 800 blades and... uh, well, it's not any super powerhouse. It flies just fine for me on the 12S. And I like it. I'm running a Gen's Ace 12S 5000 pack on it. And uh, this flies pretty good. And that thing's flying weight is 15 pounds with the battery in. So I don't know what your produce would weigh, but I would definitely try it. And. If you're wanting to try something weird just for kicks, uh, you could try flying it on a 7 or 8S pack, you know, single 7 or 8S, and try to shave a couple pounds off by that. I think that would be kind of fun to try in mind sometimes. So, anyway, keep the podcast coming. I enjoy listening to them. Thanks. Bye. Oh, thanks, Stephen. What were you doing? Hiking through a forest or something? <laughs> No, that's um, actually good advice. I think I am going to try it on 12S. I will need another motor with a lower KV and gear it accordingly so I can make the 12S work. But that's kind of the plan now. Get a lower KV motor and gear it to run like a max of, say, 1800, 1750. And then I think 12S will be just fine. Nice, dude. Yeah. Hey, good to hear from Steve. Yeah, thanks, dude. I think that's all the voicemails we have. All right. So, uh, we doing Facebook likes or anything like that? I can't do Facebook likes. Um, yeah, and I'm too lazy to do it. We I do, can do we, Facebook comments. Yeah, we can do some comments, and we have an email I need to read. 
Okay. I forgot it last week. So let's do that. Um, let's do the Facebook comments. We don't know the likes. They've been going up and down, so who cares? All right. Uh, Facebook comments on episode 316, IDK. I don't know. I declare. I think Jamie Burkholder has had it with our podcast because he said <laughs> another good currently active RC-related podcast is RC Scrap Pile. They are up to 78 episodes and are a bunch of good old boys in Oklahoma just having nice. fun in the RC I hobby. Need check that out. I need to check that out. I need to check out what good old boys are doing. Yeah. Thanks, Jamie. He also said uh, in another comment, you guys were talking about episode counts to answer your question about current active RC podcasts with the high episode count. Let's Drone Out released episode 341 this week. Obviously, they are drone-centric, but have some guests on from other parts of the hobby. Drones. Boo. What the hell, man? So they've been droning on for count. 341 yeah, episodes. <laughs> Who wants to hear somebody drone on and on and on about drones? Uh, well, you know what? They've actually, it's probably been easy to put out. Uh, I don't want to say easy, but it's probably been, you know, they probably had stuff to talk about with all the different, you know, yeah, updates. Yeah, it's completely and new shit this, every two yeah, weeks. Yeah, right. So, right? yeah, that's Beta flight too. and real flight and active flight and whatever. If you build a like a... A serious drone at 30 days, just throw all that shit away because there's all better stuff out. Turtle mode. And That's probably mode slowed and... down by now, honestly. But there for a while, it seemed like every week there was a new mode or a new ESC that you had to have. Yep. Angry Canadian Cobras mode. <laughs> Scorpions. What'd you call yeah. them? Cobra chicken? Cobra yeah, chicken? Cobra chicken. That must be a Midwestern thing. I've never heard that before. No, it's actually a Canadian thing. Darren was the one that told me about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I figured. Um, all right. When, when you guys are done talking about illegal immigrants, um, let's talk about some more <laughs> comments. Jordan McFarland said, still no V2 yet, Andy? Man, someone needs to start taking bets. What the hell, Andy? <laughs> and Andy wrote... Jordan McFarlane, you'll see it soon. Very soon. It's almost ready. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and, and Ian posted a meme of uh, Heliheads wish their stickers could do this. And Keith Williams slapping a Free Fall RC podcast sticker on a tube, uh, acrylic tube filled with water with a hole on it. Mm-hmm. Hole in it. Like the, uh, what is that guy? That The yeah, flex, the flex tape guy. Yeah, the Flex Seal guy. Flex Seal, good as new. He's got the best job in the world, that guy. <laughs> I saw this boat in half. Yeah. I put a screen door on a boat for some stupid reason and then painted it. <laughs> and then took it out on the Everglades. I mean, who's got a better job than him? There's no more Playboy Playmates in, that are being photographed. So that guy's job is, you know, because there's no more magazines like that. Mm-hmm. I guess they still do it for the web, but whatever. I don't know. <laughs> What's a magazine? He's got a good job, right? Uh, dude, we had we had a kid at work that that we asked him, "Do you do you know what the company Verizon was called before Verizon?" And he had no idea. <laughs> I was like, "Ever hear of a company called Bell Telephone or Bell Atlantic?" No, he had no idea. Ah, I'm old as shit, and kids are just getting younger. 
I don't know what's going on anymore. Where am I? You oh, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> all right. True. So let me read Podbean. So I'm up to date at least. Let me go to Podbean though. Typing in Podbean. While you're doing Sorry. that, you want me to read an email? It's a quick one. Sure. This from I missed this because it was sent to our website and Steve forwarded it to our Gmail. It's from Daryl Thorpe, buddy out in California. I wonder if he's going to the thing in Fresno this weekend or next weekend. He said sent me a link. It says Servo Center for Andy, and it's a link to A Main Hobbies, and they have a ProTech aluminum servo mount grommet that's much like the Torque ones that I was discussing a few weeks ago. Um, nice. Okay. Check those out. It's a ProTech RC aluminum servo mount grommet. They come in black or blue. And there's seven bucks for four of them, and it comes with screws. So what's the purpose of a servo mount grommet? It's so when you, so you, you know, you hard mount your servos in a heli. Oh, right. Okay. And the hole is much bigger than the screw, so you can use these grommets. And okay. it centers everything up with no slop. Okay. Yeah, that's. I, I had got some standoffs some to make my own, and it didn't work out. Which I might still file them down a little bit and use them anyway because they were super cheap. Okay. But Torque makes some, and then apparently Protect makes some as well. So go check that I out. I had it. I had in my mind that they had something to do with the servo horn. That's why I was asking. No, they're for mounting the servo to the the bracket. Right. Okay. Yep. I think that's it. So, uh, we had one thing happen on Podbean. Gray Eagle Jr. started following us. Nice. Just now. I guess that means for this week. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's weird. I don't, it's always like that. Kevin always says people started following us, even though we know they've been following us for a long time. I think it's a Podbean thing. Maybe they liked the the episode or something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they unfollow and follow. I don't know what happens. Maybe. Great Eagleville. So I'm bringing up iTunes. You know, I love iTunes. Yeah, there's nothing new on iTunes. Taking his sweet-ass time. All right, I'm closing iTunes. (laughs) He didn't even get it open. He's closing it. (laughs) No, closing it. Uh, Podbean Take comments. Oh, geez, there's a whole bunch, okay. but they're all Gray Eagle Junior. So maybe I'll save those for Steve. He likes yeah. to read those. Save those for Steve. I did something funny uh, during the week, Andy, while I was looking at uh, comments on Facebook. Oh, yeah, because uh, people are all talking about gas prices and blah blah blah, and mm-hmm. um. Something made me so mad that I closed the one tab and I and just out of spite I closed the tab next to it. I was so mad. And I thought, <laughs> Andy would think that was funny. <laughs> That's like slamming the door and then you open it so you can slam it again. <laughs> right. It's like you're going through the channels and something pisses you off so bad you skip the next channel. Yeah. Yep. Oh. All right. Are we done? We're done, dude. You want to read this outro or just let's just do the Steve thing where we say just check out the other podcasts. Say hi to Chris on the web page. Yeah. Hi, say Chris. hi to Dave. Say hi to Dave. Flight test forums. 
Hi, Dave. Say hi to all the other podcasts. Hello, it's Hello, Skids Up, Inverted, Udini, RC Roundtable, After Hours, Flutter Podcast, RC Plane Labs, All Things That Fly, and check out our friend, Bill Ann. Bill, 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 Bill. Kevin's favorite like person. Like and subscribe. <laughs> that sounded just like him. I thought he was here for a second. Yep. Like, subscribe, and ring so, the bell. So who, who wants to re- read the last line? You guys I'll do it. I'll do it. Do it. Uh, which one? Oh, God damn it. Free our skies, <laughs> you idiot. Oh, <laughs> Free wow. our skies, and we'll see you next time. Damn it, Ian. I hate you, Ian. <laughs> I hate you. No, I was asking, like, which one? Come on, Cohagen. Give Ian air. still hear me i can hear you just fine can you hear me well now it changed can you hear me now can you hear me now can you hear me now how about now can you hear me now how about now can you hear me now can you hear me now can you hear me on on the now i can hear you oh yes all right i'm gonna switch back to this because this was giving me why am i on a big fucking window again i hate this I hate you, Skype. I hate you. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I'm way. This camera is way too good. I'm way too high definition. I need a low definition camera. <laughs> Grab an Some iPhone. Vaseline to put over the lens, like the old camera trick. Yeah. Like, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, there you guys are. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yeah. Now? No, I I couldn't see you there. It was on the other. Can you view see me something. now? I see you now. <laughs> Hi, can you I see, see me? I see Ian. Hi. <laughs> Such a bunch of idiots. All Is that us. where the dogs be? Right above your head? Yeah. Yeah. They haven't been doing it lately. It's been a couple months. Do what? I guess. Yeah, the... The guy would let their dogs out and they would pee on the deck above and it would come down. <laughs> Yeah. All over Ian's head. <laughs> After enough fines, they quit doing it. Oh, he was smoking. Is it raining in here? Yeah. What the hell? Why is it gold? <laughs> oh, damn. Sheesh. The other idea I had yep. was, um, oh, you know what? When you hit start recording, another window pops up. I, didn't, I never realized that. I don't see another window. I see it on my end. Like, you pop up in a separate Let window. Let everyone know they're being recorded. You are oh, being man. recorded. You idiots are being recorded. Yeah. You idiot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, what was the other idea? The other idea I had was, uh, oh boy, no, no, don't forget it now. But it's dark when I get up. I don't like that. Yeah, that's why I like it, because it's like dark when I leave the house to go jogging at 6.30. It's dark, and it doesn't start getting... It breaks at like six forty-five, seven. So it's um, it's I like I like that, and it's cooler. It's been cooler like last last summer. It was cooler. You could feel the difference from six thirty to seven thirty. 
mm-hmm. like you're 630, 745, or 7.15. Well, I hate to inform you that you're wrong, Kevin, but... I know I'm wrong, I know. Actually, I'm the, in the minority. I think everyone I know loves this time, so they can do shit after their stupid job. But I don't like being wrong. I don't but... like it because I have to work till fucking eight o'clock at night. Yeah, that sucks. Oh, shit. Early on in the relationship with the ex-wife, I was pissing her off. I don't. I don't remember what I was doing, but uh, thank God we got the El Cheapy frying pans because she wrapped that son of a bitch around my face. Holy shit. Yeah, it didn't even say ding, it said what? Like, around my face. Damn. Oh, yeah. So that's what happened, Andy. I told you he yeah, used to look I like knew there was some Cruise kind of before, trauma. Before that but... incident. I knew there was some kind of trauma. <laughs> that's what it was. And Steve. You. Hey. Oh, boy. You're just going to do all of it. All right. I can do that. Here's yeah. Ms. Kevin. Hey, guys. Here's Ms. Andy. Hey, now. Here's <laughs> Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? I can do that. You should do that. That'd actually be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally do it. Um, Ian, what, what have you been up to this week? Uh, well. <laughs> worked a lot. Not to mention. Worked a lot. You know. All right, so... Whatever the hell Let's she come was up saying. with a new topic. Old guys complain about things that are different. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back in my day, you didn't have a fucking cell about... phone all the time. You went to work and you did shit. You wasn't looking at yeah. fucking Facebook. Your wife had to wait to get a hold of you. Yeah. You have to call the office. They Maybe they'd send you a message. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's not it's allowed. glorious. Now you can't get the fuck away from anyone. No, now I'm freaking Batman contact me anytime any day <laughs> any hour day and then when I don't respond within five minutes where shit. are you yeah <laughs> where are you what happened I tried to get a hold of you oh all right well what's the problem did you pay that Macy's bill <laughs> <laughs> really that could that wait a big emergency a big emergency that couldn't wait till eight o'clock at night <laughs> Um, I lost my job because of that stupid Macy <laughs> bill. <laughs> oh, shit. That's close enough. You guys ready to start? We're just going to wing it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, ready. I'm ready. Is Ian ready? No, I'm not ready. Booting Why up not? Computer. It's 837, dude. Where the fuck have you dude? been, dude? You've been on this like call for 30 show, minutes. Tops. Why do you not have your computer on? Oh, he's muted now. Oh, I think he dropped a computer in the uh, fish tank. All I see is blue corner. <laughs> Why is it so blue in his room? I don't know. But a blue light bulb. Maybe it's the fish. I thought I saw a big giant guppy head coming towards the <laughs> camera. There it was. <clears throat> All right, can you hear me now? Oh, there he yeah, is. Where the fuck you been? I was loading up the computer. 